0: Considering a donation to Rightly Dividing the Word. Whatever method you choose, thank you for supporting the work of the podcast Rightly Dividing the Word. We are committed to stewarding all gifts wisely toward the goal of proclaiming the holiness of God to as many people as possible. We take seriously our God-given responsibility to be a wise, honorable steward of every donation we receive. Welcome back to the podcast, Riley. Dividing the Word. Uh, we want to thank you for being here on this episode. We're going to be talking about evil source, source is within. Um, and this is really going to derive from Mark chapter 7, verse 20 and 23. Uh, so we'll be explaining that. We'll be going over the text. We're going to start by leading us in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you with uh, an understanding of that our minds are finite, that you would ask that you would open our minds and open our hearts so that we could understand the text in front of us and that we may rightly divide your word through your Holy Spirit and be guided as the apostles were guided to understand your scripture and to come to you, the the true knowledge of, of love and not evil, and that we would seek you for your true knowledge and your true love and that we may find that inside the text of the bible and that we may be guided only by your word and life and not man's word and we pray this in jesus christ's name amen all right so what is evil source is within so jesus had proclaimed that from within out of the heart of men proceed the evil thoughts the adulteries the fornications, murders thefts covetousness Wickedness, deceit, lewdness, and evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness, and all these things came from within and defile a man. So evil really was is is born within our hearts, and it really ultimately destroys us. And we can see that in James chapter one, verses fourteen through fifteen. But each one is tempted. When he is carried away and enticed by his own lust, and then when lust has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and when sin is accomplished, it brings forth death. Uh, I don't want that for anyone, nor do I want that for myself. So do we have a choice in the matter? Well, definitely we do. We can take evil thoughts captive and replace this with a good thought. Uh, before they even start to bear any evil actions, and we see that in Second Corinthians uh, chapter ten verse five, we are destroying speculations in every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God, and we are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Uh, Philippians chapter four verse eight. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is good, of good repute, if there is any excellence, and if anything, worthy of praise, we are to dwell on these things. So we can know that all of us are are prone towards evil and take steps to guard against it. The sins we tend to gravitate towards, we choose. God's Spirit guides and enables us. But that requires self-awareness and a proper definition of evil. So we need to understand What is evil? And not only that, but how does God define evil? God will help us know ourselves and recognize evil. Jesus knows our hearts. Uh, John chapter 2, verse 25, And because he did not need anyone to testify concerning man, for he himself knew what is in man, or what was in man. He knows our inclination to be evil. His response is to redeem us personally and then change our hearts. Jesus really sought to fulfill what the prophet Ezekiel had prophesied when he said, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. Ezekiel chapter 36 verse 26. So while it is easy to point at other people and see their flaws, Jesus asked us to look at our own hearts. So the first step towards combating evil is recognizing that the problem is within us. And once we recognize the source of evil in our hearts, it's much easier to refuse evil and embrace goodness. Now I want to turn to Revelation chapter 20 and verse 10. And it says, And the devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are also and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever so there are no happy endings for evil god and his goodness will triumph in the end the book of revelation really reveals a final showdown between satan and god no matter how much ground the devil takes in this world he will lose the final battle and we see that as it as being revealed in Revelation chapter 20 and verse 10. The devil who deceived them was cast into the lake fire. So in the beginning, Satan as a serpent deceived Adam and Eve throughout history. The devil has waged a war of misinformation and confusion seeking to keep humans away from the truth of God and to hurt them however he can. So really, simply, the devil is angry and is taking it out on us, and we we want to look to Revelation chapter 12, verse 17. So the dragon was enraged with the woman and went off to make war with the rest of her children who keep the commandments of God and hold to the testimony of Jesus. Now, the question really becomes, do we understand evil and do we understand how evil gets its start or where what is the origin of evil well let's look at how evil begins with satan so if we turn to isaiah chapter 14 and we're going to look at verses 12 through 14 it says how you have fallen from heaven O star of the morning son of the dawn you have been cut down to the earth you have weakened the nations but you said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven. I will raise my throne above the stars of God, and I will sit on the mount of assembly in the recesses of the north. So really, it begins with Satan. And then it enters the world, and we see that in Romans chapter 5, verse 12. Therefore, just as through one man sin entered into the world and death through sin and so death spread to all men because all sinned but then where does it get its origin well we know it began with satan but it really comes from man and we're going to see that in Matthew chapter 15 verses 18 and 19 but the things that proceedeth out of the mouth come from the heart and those defile the man for out of the heart come evil thoughts murders adulteries fornication thefts false witnesses slanderers these things which defile the man but to eat with unwashed hands does not defile the man so we know that it comes from man evil comes from man it's inflamed by lust james chapter 1 verse verse 14 but each one is tempted when he is carried away and enticed by his own lust and then evil is applied to men Matthew chapter 12 verse 35, the good man brings out of his good treasure what is good and the evil man brings out of his evil treasure what is evil. Very clear. And it also, then we see it in the heart. So in Jeremiah uh, chapter 17, we're going to look at verse 9. The heart is more deceitful than all else and is desperately sick. Who can understand it? It, evil comes from our imaginations. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great on the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Um, it comes generational. Matthew twelve thirty nine. But he answered and said to them, An evil and adulterous generation craves a sign, and yet no sign will be given to it, but the sign of Jonah the prophet. So then we see in 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 this working out of our evil, where does this come from, and how long will it last? Is it forever? Does it have an ending? Well, in our days we see that in Ephesians five sixteen it speaks of our days, making the most of your time because the days are evil. Well, that's true in our generation now, and in this time now. And then look at the conscience in Hebrews chapter ten verse twenty two. Let us draw near with a sincere heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Satan is the evil one, and then the Lord safeguards against us. Being uh, held captive to that evil one in John chapter 17, verse 15, I do not ask you to take them out of the world, but to keep them from the evil one. So Satan is known as the evil one. And really, Christians should guard against evil, especially in someone who has a heart of unbelief. Take care, brethren, that there not be anyone of you in evil, unbelieving heart that falls away from the living God. And we should safeguard against our thoughts. Have you not made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil motives? Uh, and that's out of James uh, chapter 2 verse 4. And then boastings that we be careful that we guard against boastings, James chapter 4 verse 16, But as it is, you boast in your arrogance. all such boasting is evil. So and in things uh, that we safeguard against things, Romans 12:9, let love be without hypocrisy. abhor what is evil and cling to what is good. Now we want to look at evildoers, workers of evil, Uh, Christians wrongly called. So in first Peter, chapter two, verse 12, keep your behavior excellent among the Gentiles so that in the thing in which they slander you as evildoers, they may because of your good deeds as they observe them glorify God in the day of uh, visitation. So Christians should not be evildoers or workers of evil. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 15. Make sure that none of you suffers as a murderer or a thief or evildoer or a troublesome meddler. Christians should cry out against evildoers and workers of evil. Psalm 119, verse 115. Depart from me, evildoers, that I may observe the commandments of my God. Uh... Punished by magistrates uh, for being evildoers. Every person, uh, and this is going to be out of Romans chapter 13, verses 1 through 4. Every person is to be in subjection to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those which exist are established by God. Therefore, whoever resists authority has opposed the ordinance of God, and they who have opposed will receive condemnation upon themselves for rulers are not a cause of fear for good behavior but for evil do you want to have no fear of authority question mark do what is good and you will have praise for the same for it is a minister of god to you for good but if you do what is evil be afraid for it does not bear the sword for nothing for it is a minister of god an avenger of who brings wrath on the one who practices evil uh i think it's 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 so really easy to understand evil when you have all of these texts laid out in front of you uh, what is the evil eyes it's, well it's really descriptive of man's inner being so and we already looked at that in in mark 7 uh 21 and 22 from if from within, out of the heart of men proceed evil thoughts. Okay, but it's also shown in attitudes. So Matthew twenty verse fifteen: It is not lawful lawful for me to do what I wish, with what is my own, or is your eye envious because I am generous. So it's really in our attitudes, and then we have this like this understanding of evil speaking. Uh, The evil of the sign of urgency, Psalm chapter 10 verse 7, his mouth is full of curses and deceit and oppression under his tongue is mischief and wickedness. It's aimed at the righteous, Uh, evil uh, is directly aimed at the righteous and we see that in Psalm 64 verses 2 through 5. Hide me from the secret counsel of evildoers, from the atonement of those who do iniquity, who have sharpened their tongue like a sword. They aimed bitter speech as their arrow to shoot from concealment at the blameless. Suddenly they shoot at him and do not fear. They hold fast to themselves as an evil purpose. They talk of laying snares secretly. They say, who can see them? This is just really evil text that we're seeing in the writings here and uh, it's very clear and then it also defiles the whole body so we see the evil defiles really the whole body in james chapter 3 verses 5 through 10. so so also the tongue is a small part of the body and yet it boasts of great things see how great it for a to set of flame by such a small fire verse 6 and the tongue is a fire the very world of iniquity the tongue is set among our members as that which defiles the entire body and sets on fire the course of our life, and is set on fire by hell. For every species of beast and birds and reptiles and creatures of the sea is tamed and has been tamed by the human race, but no one can tame the tongue. It it is a restless evil and full of deadly poison. With it we bless our Lord and Father and with it we curse men who have been made in the likeness of God. So it's it's really uh, hard for us to understand, and especially for the atheist to understand that evil comes from man and is, is born out of man's heart and out of his tongue, and that evil really isn't to be confused with denunciation of, of vice. So in first. uh Titus chapter 1, verses 12 through 13. One of themselves, a prophet of their own, said, uh, Cretans are always liars, evil beasts, lazy gluttons. Their testimony is true for this reason. Reprove them severely so that they may be sound in the faith. It also has... uh, this demonic sense behind it uh that the you know these evil spirits or demons they were cast out by Jesus and cast out by Paul so really evil has such a, a long stretching in the history of man and uh it's clear that Christians are sometimes involved in that work uh, uh because we say well you know we're saved or we are Christians but sometimes really We have this evil in our heart that we just can't hide from. But we got to keep in mind that the evil begins with Satan, that it enters in the world, and that it comes from man, and it is inflamed by lust. So evil that which is morally injurious. And uh, that's really the subject matter of evil today. So I want to lead us out in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us this time to speak about the subject of evil through your word, that we could look at the text about what it is that you call us to understand of evil. And we just pray that you would guard our hearts and our minds, that you wouldn't lead us into any temptation or or find us in any kind of evil thought process. As we know we are fallen, we pray that you protect our fallenness and that you would relieve us and uh, from our sin, and we would repent for any sins that be held against you, Lord, that we do against you. We would ask for forgiveness for those. and We pray this prayer in your son's name, Jesus Christ, amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you have questions or want to talk with us, we are on Facebook at Theological Center for Truth, as always, 2 Timothy 2.15. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth.